0: Welcome back, episode 18 of Airport Adjacent. I'm Kalani Thomas, or Coach Cal. And it's been about a week since I said anything to you guys, so I figured I'd hop back on after having a pretty great session. With a business owner that was traveling through Charlotte that I've been working with for about a year, that I had an opportunity to sit down with this morning for about an hour. This gentleman is actually a owner of a franchise group that does uh, stuff in the service industry and trades, so uh, plumbing, construction, handyman services, that sort of stuff. And uh, we sat down. We talked a little bit about how do you train and adapt a process for making sure employees have everything they need when they're out in the field. Because he'd gone through recently having a pretty experienced team that knew what they were doing that was rather tenured to now having brand new people that he's going to have to train. And so he was curious if I had a process that I'd been using with business owners that helped a business owner feel more confident about what they were able to do and the work they were able to do in the training process of working with those people. And so I want to give you guys that training process, the three-step system that I put people through that seems to work pretty well now there's a couple different ways to do this so I'll sort of break down the variations at the end but the steps are very simple okay is the process as a whole is called me us you now there's two participants in this program there's the lead the business owner the sales manager whomever it is, it's the person that you are trusting to lead by example and show this new person how to do the job. Primarily for small business owners, this is the owner, okay? Now, the second step is, um, or sorry, the second person, excuse me, is the new employee, okay? So you're, you're both in all three of these steps. The first step is me, What you're doing in the me step as the lead is you're talking 100% of the time in front of a prospect and 100% of the time that the other person is there. They're taking notes. They're um, uh, writing questions down that they want to ask you when the meeting's over. They're basically being trained on the job through osmosis. Okay? So you take this person out, you go through this whole process, and then after you've done this process of you doing the job, the me phase, you move into the us phase, which is where you both go out and you do the job side by side at 50% partners, okay? They're going to say the things that never change. Who's the company? What are your values? Who are you guys? Why are you there? How is the appointment set? Some of those basic things that are always the same in every meeting they've seen you do to that point you're there to enhance what they say, complement what they say, augment what they say with information that's specific to that situation or is something that they haven't learned yet through the first three meetings you went through or whatever it is in the me phase, okay? So once you've gone through me and once you've gone through us, the last phase is you. You is a reverse of the me stage. And how the you phase works is you go out together again, they do 100% of the work and you're there simply to take notes. That's it. You take notes, you write down the same questions, you make edits to things that they've said, and instead of getting back in the vehicle or or pulling yourself aside after a sales call or whatever and talking to that person saying, hey, here's what I saw, here's how it works, and them asking you all the questions that they asked in the me phase, you're telling them, hey, here's what you did wrong, here's what you did right, here's what I think you can do better, here's some different things we can do to shape this differently, and you're using that to train them. Now, this whole process can be run a couple different ways, okay? This can take uh, 30, 60, 90 days if you wanted to do it in 30-day chunks where you bring someone in and in the first 30 days, you take them out in the field or you put them through sales activities or whatever it is that you're using to train them, customer service activities, whatever, and you basically do the job for them or you have them watch someone do the job they do well. 30 days is a lot of time. That's something I would say would have to be a very technically specific job you're probably better off doing this in two-week burst, so that you can get someone completely through the whole process in 45 days, but this will be helpful in making sure that not only do you have the ability to train this person correctly, but you have confidence that you can actually step away and give this to someone. Because as a business owner, you come to this decision all the time that is the, okay, Do I do this myself or do I give this to someone else to do? Well, I know how I want it done. I know how it needs to be done best. I know the things we've learned in doing it wrong before. So I can continue to do this and not pass it over. Or if I pass it over, how much are they going to not do my way and make it something I've got to go back and clean up? And in order to give yourself that confidence that you can actually step away from someone and give them a task, you need to actually be present for a little bit when they're doing the task. So going through this process of me us, you, you make sure they watch you do the job. If they're watching you do the job or watching the lead do the job, they can very easily start to establish a baseline. Hey, when someone's good at this job and they're an expert, they can meet with eight clients a day. They can do all these different activities. They can send out 35 emails. They can really make a good baseline report for that person. Then when you hand it over to that person, if they're hitting half those numbers, you know they're doing half of what you basically asked them to do. You can only assign a value to the numbers someone is displaying in their behavior to the actual baseline you measure when you're in that training process. There's no other way to connect whether or not the numbers you're looking at are good or bad unless you are at some point present to watch the numbers and the exact behavior that was distributed because of the numbers, okay? So when you go through this process, you give not only that confidence, but you give yourself the ability to step away and actually scale the company and know, hey, not only do I have these baseline numbers, but I have confidence that person's going to do this 90% the way I told them it needed to be done. So I'm okay passing that over. I'm fine losing every once in a while if we need to. But when you do this correctly, again, you can do it for a period of time or The gentleman I was talking to this morning is a tradesman, right? So if they're doing something, for example, like installing a water heater and then replacing a toilet or doing something like that, these are very different pitches with very different prices and very different things you need to educate a customer on to make a sale in their environment they would use a certification system. So what they would do is they would say, hey, for you to go out on a water tank installation, you're going to have to do three of those at the me phase, three of those at the us phase, and three of those at the you phase. And now you've seen me do it correctly three times. We've done it together correctly three more times. And now I've watched you do it correctly three times. Now I'm confident that I can send you out a 10th time into the field, and you're going to do it the way you've seen it done nine times prior. Okay? Okay. You don't have that clarity, that confidence, if you're not putting a process in place to how you train people. This works with salespeople. Follow them in the field. Get a baseline for their production numbers. Do you think your sales guys should be setting 20 meetings a week right now, but you've never sat with your sales team for a whole week and watched what they do? If they're putting in the effort and working 40 hours a week and can't break that 15 mold, then your expectations are too high. There's nothing wrong with that. They just need to be level set to what the team can actually do. There are situations where you can, of course, push that team, but you've got to be present for the activities to understand what that baseline is. Does this mean that when you're in that last phase, that you phase, that you're going to have to watch your employee fail? Absolutely. Absolutely. Does it mean you're going to have to walk away from some business that you could have probably closed yourself if you weren't letting that person do it by themselves? Absolutely. But you're doing it in a manner in which I put it to to the gentleman this morning this way. If you're going to have to spend 10 hours over the next six months cleaning up problems that person makes, fixing issues they didn't do correctly because they weren't trained correctly, or... You can spend that same 10 hours over the next 30 days to train that person correctly. Net, you're spending the exact same amount of time. The value and the return on that effort is that you're not having to go crazy in between time A and time B of having to fix all these things up because this person wasn't trained correctly or you weren't ever there to be able to say, I showed you personally how to do this. Do it the way I showed you. Fill out it the forms this way. Talk to the customers that way, right? It's a very simple thing to do. This works from a customer service perspective. Every time you get a escalated call, pull someone over and say, "Hey, you're going to monitor 3 of these, then we're going to work together on 3 of these, and you're going to do 3 on your own." Okay? It's a very simple thing to be able to apply this all the way down the road. If you've got um for example a outsourced CPA and that's how you're currently doing your business's taxes and you're going to bring in an account manager or you're going to bring in a office manager or something and that's going to be part of their responsibilities don't immediately take that CPA away say hey here's what you're going to do you're going to spend the next 3 cycles learning what they're doing you're going to spend the next 3 cycles after that helping them to make sure they've got everything they need. And then we're going to take it over and I'm going to have them advised to make sure that you're doing it correctly. And then we'll go ahead and dump them as a partner. There's not a CPA in the country that wouldn't love to get a call that's not a, hey, we're canceling, but a, hey, we're going to cancel in nine months. And we'd really like to work on a transition plan and transition pricing to break you out of this, right? They would all do it. So me, us, you. Very simple process, three steps. Follow that, put it into place, use it with your employees. I guarantee it'll make it much easier for you to even understand yourself, how to train them, what they need to know, what works best, and how to give yourself the confidence to get the heck out of the field every once in a while and let your team do what you hired them to do.